Let's pray. Lord, as the song just said, I pray that the Spirit would lead us. I pray, Lord, that you will speak to our hearts, and Lord, that you would open our eyes and our minds, Lord, to you. Lord, that you'd help us, Lord, to see what you have, Lord, want us to see, Lord, down the road, and even right now, in our own hearts and minds. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. For those that are visiting, I'm not the full-time pastor. So come back, and you'll get a better view next week. Lord willing. The title of the message I made this morning, well, I was given to by the help of the Holy Spirit and Tammy Wells, my wife. I was struggling because I didn't know what to, what to title it, you know. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense. And sometimes when you're trying to put things together, it doesn't make sense to you. And maybe it will make sense to you, I hope. But what do you want to see? What do you want to see? What do you really want to see in your life and in this church and your family? What is it that you want to see spiritually that you don't see right now? Mark chapter 10, if you want to turn with us. Mark chapter 10, start with verse 46. This is the New International Version, American Version, I guess, whatever you call it. Said Bartimaeus receives his sight was the title of the, the part here. It says, but then they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples, a large crowd and a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, the son of Timus, was sitting by the road. When he heard that Jesus, the Nazarene, was coming, he began to cry out to say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many were sternly telling him to be quiet, but he kept crying out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, Come here. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, stand up, he's calling for you. Throwing aside his cloak, he jumped up and came to Jesus. And he answered him, Jesus said, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said, Rabboni, I want to regain my sight. I want to regain my sight. Some of you have been Christians for many, many years. True? 30, 40, 50, 60 years or more. Do you still have the same vision you had when you got, first got saved? You know, we... I'll be a, a young man years ago. I used to l- listen to a lot of different preachers. And this one was one of my favorite. Uh, Brother Bob Harrington was his name. I could listen to some things that he began to preach on, and I believed I could go to hell with one hand tied behind me with a squirt gun and win after I got done listening to one of his messages. That's the kind of speaker that he was. But that's the vision that God gave me, that I could do anything, no matter what the task would be, 
no matter how hard it was going to be, I knew I could win. No doubt in my mind. But as years have gone by now, now I have seen more things in my lifetime and now I have lost some of that vision, just to be honest with you. And if you're like me, you probably have too. The vision that you had years ago is still not the same today. Why? The Bible says we have not because we ask not. If you're like me, it says, why is it hard for us to ask for things that we really want to see in our lives when it seems that everything is going good, but something goes wrong and boy, we're all over it then, aren't we? Things happen that makes us be reminded of what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to live and our vision, what we're supposed to see. You remember when those twin towers was hit with planes? You remember the vision that God gave you then? Can you imagine what it looked like if you were standing in that tower and saw that 747 coming at you or whatever it was? Can you imagine the vision when you saw it on TV? What did God say to you then? Apparently He spoke to a lot of people because every church and nation was filled the next Sunday. Every church had was capacity. Why? Because they saw a vision. We need God. We all need God every day. But we just lose that vision. We allow things of this world that would stop us. You know, the sickness that we have, just to, uh, you know, the old song says, excuses, excuses by the kingsman. You know, the, the little boy or girl had a, had a cold and the whole family had to stay home just to blow that poor kid's nose. Excuses about not going to church and not serving the Lord. We lose vision. Why? Why is it that we lose vision that, that easy? In Daniel chapter 2, he declared to him that him and his friends needed to pray for the, the king wanted to know the dream, what it meant, and if not, they was going to die. You know, when we get serious about things, well, we get serious with God. Why does it take something serious to get us close to God? I mean, you hear the word, see... Huh? I know Mike and Shannon and the family there, they, they know that word very good. Sister Edie, she knows it pretty good. Others have known it. But when that word comes out, boy, it shakes your foundation. And we need something better than bigger than we are, and that's God. We need a vision from God. What we need is some healing. Daniel needed some help. He was a wise man. But he needed some help and he asked for people to help pray with him. He asked Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to pray. Boys, we need to pray because the king is serious. He's going to kill us if we don't come up with a dream interpretation. See what it was. It wasn't just a dream interpretation. The king said, I ain't going to tell you what the dream was. You've got to figure that out too. What do you mean? If you just give us a dream, we can interpret it. Well, that's what the other guy said too. He said, no. I want you to tell me the dream. Then I want you to tell me what the interpretation is. I need a vision from God. That's what he was saying. Somebody comes to you and say, I need a vision from God. What are you going to tell them? What are you going to give them? Are you ready? 
Are you really serious? Daniel and the boys, they begin to pray. And that night, the Bible says God gave him the, the dream and also the interpretation thereof. God can happen that quickly. He can answer your questions. He can answer all your problems and take care of everything just in the same night if we just give it to Him. If you're like me, you're not really willing to work for what you pray for. I mean, now, be honest. Be honest here now. How many wanted to go to Guatemala? Two, three. All right. But what did God say? What did God do? What happened? Why? Why didn't you get to go? If you're like me, sometimes I don't. I don't work that way. If I really don't want to do something, I'll, you, you know what you can do. You can, you can put your foot right here and start. But if you just keep doing this. You're moving, but you ain't going nowhere. And that's the way we are. At least I am. I'm, I'm that way. I'm not willing, willing to, to work it out and let God work it out for me. I, I, I say it, yes. I, I pray a prayer, you know, but I don't really mean it. Lord, help me to reach thousands. But when God puts a thousand in front of you, well, then what? But well, this is what He does most generally. He brings one at a time. I know I want a thousand. I want to get it all done one time. No, God says, I don't want it that way. I want it this way. I want you to talk to this person today. And then I'll give you one over here tomorrow. And 40 years later, you'll have a thousand. But that's the way God wants to do it. But I'm not willing to do it that way. I, I want my way. What do you want to see? How do you want to see work, God work in your life? What is it that you want to see God do in your life? Have you got a vision of what God is going to do with you? If not, then ask God for that vision. Ask Him, Lord, what do you want me to do? It doesn't matter. I know we got some older, older people back here. They're just a little bit older than I am. But that's all right. You know, they can still be used. We got young people out here. Well, Marcus, he's gone, but he's back in the back. Janae, please stand up. This young lady and her husband takes the young people from sixth grade through high school and sometimes after high school. Every week, Sometimes twice a week, most really twice a week, they have a crowd at their house of young people. They're training them. Are you praying for him and her? If not, you should be praying for them. What is your vision for the young people? You can sit down and say, thank you. I'm sorry. What is, what is your vision for the young people of this church right here? Don't you want them to be spiritual giants? Don't you want them to be better than you? I want them to be better than me. When I train at work, I want you to be better than me. When I get done, I'm not the best person out here, but I want you to be better than me. Because I'm lousy. I'm kind of like that painter there. 
I'm not very good. If you really knew me, I'm not good. I want you to be better than me. I want my kids better than me. My grandkids better than me. My great-grandkids better than me. I want you to be better than me. I want that for you. Because that's what God wants. That's what God wants. Do you have a vision for that? Wouldn't you like to see your government, people that are voted in, to be better than what they are today? Wouldn't you want to see them work like they're supposed to work when it was built back 240 years ago, whenever it was? When the government was placed here? By God? We're here because God put us here. You think the children of Israel got the only place in the world? No! You think that you're here by accident? No! Ashley said, you're here because God brought you here for a purpose, for a reason. What is your vision? Wouldn't you like to be a spiritual leader of this, of this town? Wouldn't you like to have this church take missionaries and send them across the world, across the state, across the street? What is your vision? Why is it that it's so blurry? Now, my buddy Roscoe back here, he's having eye problems. Everybody knows that. You don't think he'd like to see clear? I know he would. Because all, all I've heard ever since I've kind of known him is about a big red 250, Ford 250. That's all he's ever talked about. Has he ever got it? No, but he'd love to drive one. Don't you think he wouldn't? Don't you have a vision? Don't you want your vision better than what it is today? You know what causes blurriness? Well, if you're like me, I wear glasses and I got to clean my glasses. Last week or a week before now, I guess maybe, I was on vacation. My vacation in, in turns was painting my pole barn. I found out two things. I don't like to paint, which I already knew. And you don't paint with a spray gun on a windy day. I found that out. You know why? Because I had to clean my glasses because I couldn't hardly see. My vision was not good. I had to clean my glasses and go back and repaint some places where I thought was good, but it wasn't very good because all I could see was the spots on my glasses. I had to clear the vision. This guy here, Bartimaeus, he said that I might receive my sight again. Regain my sight. We need to regain our sight. We need to see God the way God wants us to see Him. God, give me a vision of what You are. God, give me a vision of what You want me to do. God, give me a vision of where I need to be. And most of us need to be on our knees, just to be honest with you. And I'll be the first one there. I am. Like I say, if you really knew Mark Wells, you wouldn't want him up here preaching. Because I'm a lousy paint job in my book. But God says, I've got a plan for you. I've made plans for you before you was ever born. I've got it all set up. All you've got to do is follow the directions. Lord, give us a vision. Everything that I, I thought was, was chaotic. 
Lo and behold, George, he preaches on spirit and what we can see. The songs open my eyes. You know, you can pray when you're driving down the road. Yeah, you can. This came to, to me. I forget where I got it, but I found it someplace. You know, we could sing prayers. People say, oh, you can't sing prayers. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, Father, which art in heaven. Remember that song? Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Huh? What is your vision? And how good is it? Are you been blinded by what the world has placed in front of you? Is there sin that has kind of dimmed your vision a little bit? The Bible says, confess your sins and He will make you whiter than snow. Huh? We got to talking this morning about the, you know, the righteousness of God. It's not what you or I can do. We can't do anything. Our righteousness, as Paul says, like filthy rags. That's all they are. But when He writes His righteousness over you, then you're purer than snow. You're holy. You are a child of the King. The heir to heaven itself. I was, I was asked by Tammy when I was coming, she said, are you nervous? I said, yes, every time. She said, would it be a help if 3,000 people was praying for you? She's in a group that she put on her, she said, be praying for Mark because he's preaching tomorrow. 3,000 people sir, saw it. Even if one third saw it and did it, I had at least a thousand people praying for me. If that don't put you on shouting ground, I don't know what is. Huh? Think about it. A thousand people praying for you? Now, should we pray for each other? Give us a vision, Lord, to pray for one another, to encourage one another, to lift each other up. What is the vision God has given you? Have you kind of pushed aside? Has it been blinded by the dirt and crud of this world? What's stopping you and me? The Bible says pray without ceasing. And as I said, when it comes to this youth of this, this church, pray, pray, pray. That's the best tool that you can do. God, give me the vision for these kids. Show me how to pray for them. We got guys down in Guatemala. Wouldn't you like to see them come back fired up and just ready to have a revival starting next Sunday? Huh? I would. I'd like to see those boys come back, especially they just, just whoo! I'm ready to fight for them. Because they'll see things down there that they'll never see here in the States. You know why? Because God blessed us too much here. He has. Now I thank the Lord for it. Don't get me wrong. I like air conditioning. I like lights. I like a car that I can drive. Radio that blares. Or the speakers just go. I like that. Mufflers are loud and big engines and tire marks down the road. I love all that stuff. I'm 65, but give me a, a, a 350 or 
better yet, a 400, four barrel, positive track rear end, four speed. You best believe it. If you want to, you want to see something about happy, I'll be happy to get in behind that wheel and grip all four gears and down the road I'll go. Now, if we get excited about that, why can't we get excited about the vision of God? Huh? Why can't we get excited? Us get excited about what God has done for us. God loves us so much that He gave His only Son just to die for you and me. We ought to get excited. Or we ought to want to have a vision of what God wants for me and for you. Amen? Let's all stand. Lord, I pray that You'd help us as we, Lord, open our hearts and minds to You now. Lord, that You'd speak to hearts, I pray. And Lord, that You'd give us a vision, I pray, for this church, for each individual. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.